0: Welcome to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Auditurists. I'm your host, Joe McGarry. Our guest today is Darren Kai Oshiro. He is the president of Simply 3D Hawaii. Kai was born and raised in Waianae, Hawaii, and graduated from Waianae High School in 1997. He's currently a first lieutenant in the Hawaii Army National Guard and deployed to Afghanistan in 2019 20. Kai bought his first printer, a Prusa MK2, in 2016 and has been a 3D printing enthusiast ever since. What I love about 3D printing, he says, is that it changed the way myself and my children look at problems. Anything that we need, our first thought is, how can we 3D print it? We're welcoming Kai Oshiro to our podcast. Kai, the first thing I have to ask you is... When I read this statement a couple of days ago, I was really struck by it. So I think of myself as a fairly sort of, you know, good thinker. I I look at problems and I see solutions. I'm a critical thinker. I have to tell you, I have never in my life had the thought, a 3D printer will fix this. That is such a fascinating statement. Please explain.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me here uh, this morning. Um the whole context of that statement was when I was playing with uh, my son Maximus who is 8 years old we actually 3D printed a marble um machine that um had some gears and it would had an elevator and move the marble to the top of a roller coaster and the marbles would ro- go on the roller coaster and it would just go through loops and jumps and it was a super fun thing that we did together the only challenge was we had to use our hand to hand crank the, um, the, the elevator to go up. And what struck me was after like two minutes of doing this, um, I got quickly bored of having to ha- manually crank it. And my son immediately came up to me and said, Dad, how can we 3D print some gears and attach a motor to it so that it can do it on its own? And that struck me immediately where it was a very simple solution to something that, um, I was willing to accept to just keep using my finger to keep um, moving this elevator up. And that is that is a microcosm of, 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 I think, where we are in, in the world. We're so used to the consumer mentality to where we either expect it to be completely made the way that we want it to use, or we're going to buy something else and then hopefully make it as a kit and attachment. But very rarely do I think people, and even more so children, um, come to the mindset of how can I make it better? How can I today design something and create a solution so that this little project, this little fun toy that we have can continue to be useful moving forward? And that's the beauty of 3D printing.
0: And that's also really the sort of basis of your company, Simply 3D, because you want people to be able to create things that make their lives better and their communities better.
1: Absolutely. In fact, the reason why I made the company and I made it local, we are a local-based company, we don't do any sales to the mainland, is because as I was 3D printing over the past five years... The biggest challenge was implementation of the technology. People love the idea of making statues and making gears and and doing all these things, but at the end of the day, very few people know how to actually impl- make it and implement it. So the company was created almost like a um, a, a whole one stop technology firm, to where we assist people in the conceptual design process. We can actually help in the designing itself. We actually go ahead and. Um, 3D print the items for customers if they don't have the printer. And then ultimately, we'll get it to implementation. And that is how we've helped many, many businesses um, around Hawaii, is actually take it from concept, but most importantly, get it to end product. Because that's really what the average person wants, is they just want to know how to get this in my hands.
0: Do you think there's a potential for like almost everybody to be at some point using or thinking about 3D printing?
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, it's very much um, like desktop computers in the 1980s. You know, what made it exciting was the fact that you can take something that was normally huge and you put it on your desk and you can tinker with it, right? That was the whole basis between the desktop computing. And with 3D printing, we're in the exact same um, part of, of technology where these machines used to be huge. But now we have little ones that that could fit easily on this table. And it can print and it can make things immediately. And you'd be amazed how many little things around the house, especially with COVID, um, that 3D printing was able uh, to help us with. One, um, people actually 3D print um, COVID tests. Um, I don't know if you know that, but the nasal swabs, that's actually made by 3D printers for many of the companies that do COVID tests. But during the pandemic, People were 3D printing visors, you know, the, the screen protectors. People were 3D printing, um, door openers, you know, those little things that people used to turn handles, the little keychain things. People were 3D printing that. And other little things around the house, especially, uh, as I was in quarantine, like many other people, there was things like door stops, you know, like a little door stop that, um, I needed for my, for my house and I didn't want to go out and buy it. So I literally just went, made a wedge and I 3D printed it. So as people get used to how easy it is to be made, there's more and more things that people find to make. But the most exciting thing is there's many people that are turning this into businesses. A good friend of mine, um, his wife's a stay at home mom and she has an Instagram account and she 3D prints Apple Watch face covers. And she makes a lot of money selling Apple Watch face covers. And all of those covers are 3D printed. And that is the amazing innovation to where anybody at home that is not even an engineer can actually open up business opportunities just through their own creativity. Another um, stay at home mom that I work with, she makes stencils. She makes old-fashioned stencils that she 3D prints, and then she makes custom fonts and custom picture graphs and icons, and she 3D prints the stencils and she sells them online. You know, these are great innovative ideas that anybody could have um, as they talk about their passions and they talk about the things that mean a lot to them, and then they actually turn into a business, uh, or even if they don't sell it, just to empower their friends and family for these cool little things that they can do.
0: So. So really what you're doing is you're creating opportunity for people where they don't need to go and find production and they don't need to pay for a third party. You're actually creating an opportunity where if someone has a 3D printer or comes and uses yours, they can. It's basically if you think it, you can print it, right?
1: Absolutely. And again, I go back to my business model. We are a local-based company. For people that have an idea, for people that have these great creative thoughts, you don't need to know anything about 3D printing. You don't need to know the the slightest thing about 3D modeling, 3D design, uh, material sciences. You need to know nothing. You just come to us give us the concept and we will walk you through the process. And the great thing that I love about what we built at Simply 3D Hawaii is although we help you with the process, we don't hold on to that process and we don't say, hey, you gotta keep using me for all your printing needs. We are more than happy to empower our consumers and our clientele with the workflows and we actively teach them how to do it and how to do all these things and then they can buy the equipment and they can do it themselves. I do not make money or I don't need to make money off of keeping everything to where it's only me doing it. I want to empower everyone, especially in Hawaii's local community, to do it themselves. And that is the core of our business.
0: Because it's really self-limiting, isn't it? If you if you look at a business opportunity as I'm going to do all of it, I'm going to keep all of it. There's actually much less business there for you than if you say, let's share, let's teach people how to do it. There's going to be so much more opportunity.
1: Well, not only that, I look at it as we are a service-based business. Um, in my bio, we, uh, I talk about being um, an officer in the Hawaiian Army National Guard. My entire staff are veterans, uh, with, with the exception of my, my brother. Um, but most of our staff are veterans. And we came from the very day that we started a company from a service-based perspective to how can we support the local community to be empowered to help their businesses or help their lives. And and we made this company last year in the middle of the pandemic when everybody was on lockdown. And that is at its core where it's not even about doing the, the, the sharing of the workflows, but it's about doing the right thing and being a service to the local communities and families of Hawaii.
0: So tell us a little, because I'm sure there are a lot of people listening right now who are going, okay, I get that, you know, Simply 3D Hawaii is, is uh, printing, but how, do, how does it work? I mean, how is it? This, it's really magical for people who are just coming to it for the first time. How does it work?
1: That is a great... So there's three technologies um, behind 3D printing. And 3D printing is also known as additive manufacturing. And that's really what customers need to understand is 3D printing is manufacturing. The most common way um, that I can visually um, explain to somebody what a 3D printer is, is imagine a glue gun that um, as you press the, the, the trigger, it spews out glue. If that glue gun was mounted on a um, like a CNC machine, all that glue gun does is, is it extrudes glue and extrudes it in a computer path. And all it does is after one layer that it draws out, it'll go up a little bit, it's typically about 0.2 millimeters, and it'll draw another layer. So imagine any object, if you were to take it like an onion and you were to slice it a thousand times into a thousand different layers, each slice imagine drawing it with a glue gun. So you draw one slice, then you go up 0.2 millimeters, you draw another slice. So literally, you're just drawing slices of any object. And because you're drawing it in slices, you can actually do inside-out manufacturing. And that is what is game-changing for so many people. If you think about gears, if you think about... um other manufacture processes, they use CNC machines. So they have to go outside in. So they have to have a drill bit and they have to drill from the outside. But because we're building everything from the ground up, as there's something on the inside, we can build the inside simultaneously as we build the outside. And that is what's super cool about 3D printing.
0: I think I tend to think of things in food analogies. And so I think people might find this easy to think about. It's like a croissant or a baklava. It's just layers and layers and layers that you can build into a shape that becomes three-dimensional. So when you think of it in terms of layers and then it following a pattern, it does make complete sense. What are some of, I mean, I suppose at this stage there are still limitations, but let's talk about the limitlessness of 3D printing, from the smallest thing you can do to the largest thing you can do, what are sort of the possibilities of it?
1: That is a great question. So the smallest things that we do, um, right now I have a 3D printer that um, prints um, basically teeth. So we have very small items, and the teeth that we actually print is actually using an FDA material that is ceramic-based. So legitimately, we can print um, crowns and other teeth-like properties. And it's fairly small, you know, it's like uh, like a centimeter big. Um, also too, um, we can print as things as large as about um, 12 inches in size. And that's what I have at my store. We print everything from, um, like, like I said, dent- um, dental-based materials, thermal polymers. Um, I even have high-temp um, polymers that are FAA approved for um, cabins. In fact, um, one of the aerospace um, companies here in Hawaii came to me to um, give them a call on some of those products. But the biggest thing that we can do um, in the industry is concrete 3D printing. And that's where we hope to be the next year or so, to where we can 3D print homes. We, and there's, if you look on YouTube, people are literally making buildings, storage, and a lot of other things. Because at the end of the day, um, building a house is the same thing, whether it's, uh, you know, a, a manufacturer or our house, you can do it layer by layer.
0: That's really quite mind blowing, isn't it? I mean, what I love about it and what I loved from the first minute I heard about 3D printing was it really does seem to be something that's leading us into the next imaginative phase of humanity, right? I mean, if you can think of something, you can go ahead and create it because of 3D printing. Presumably the, the, I mean, we can't go into too much detail of, of how it actually You know, comes about because I think there's so much to it that we don't have time. But presumably, when you're talking about concrete and houses, everything you make is starts with a different base and almost like a different recipe.
1: It it depends. Um, It depends on the technology. Most of them try to keep standard materials because the one challenge that we have. As we are making things is we want to have um, like an engineering basis for how strong that material is going to be because one thing that we have to do in the 3d printing world is we have to match the material science which is how strong the, the item is that we're printing in with the design concept right because like a bridge a bridge that is poorly designed no matter what you're building it with is not going to withstand the same structure strength that it was intended to do so to minimize the amount of, of challenges that um, is made, most people like to print in fairly standard, um, uh, Materials, but with that being said, there's many printers out there that is completely open, and as you mentioned, I mean there's there's new materials coming out every single day that people are getting very creative with. I mean, we have now um, carbon fiber. One one example of one of the, the printers that I have, I have a uh, a printer that prints in a continuous carbon fiber reel that will, will make something that is as strong as, as carbon fiber that was molded. You know, and these are some of the exciting things that's coming out. Um, Howard, to basically answer your question, most companies like to keep things as controlled as possible to minimize the risk of something going bad. But there are companies out there that are pushing the limits that are completely open. Like my Prusa Mark II, um, which is now the, the Mark III, that are completely open, that will print almost anything that the in, that the market has. In fact, one thing that they just announced is even for the standard desktop models, um, BASF announced um, stainless steel filament, and now they can actually print in stainless steel polymers, and that's really really exciting.
0: Um, what is it about it? You were drawn to this immediately when you when you uh first discovered 3D printing, what is it about it that has you so passionate and your team so enthused? What is it that draws you to this?
1: The most important thing and and what drives my whole entire company is it takes innovation and it makes it local. It puts it in my hands, it puts it in your hands, it puts it in our children's hand. And by local, I'm talking Hawaii. I'm talking the people that actually have it. And one thing that COVID has taught me um, was that we need to be more self-reliant. Anything can, especially on Oahu or, or the Hawaiian Islands, anything can happen. And once those ships stop stop coming in, we are literally an island by ourselves. But can you imagine, even if Matson or anybody stops coming, even if it's for two weeks because of another lockdown, if you still had tools to create the things that you needed every day to survive, especially on as a business level, right? And that's what makes me so exciting is because one, it makes local people have the things they need. But two, it gives local people the creative process so that they can innovate and they can go ahead and make inventions and expand their business and do and do things that they never thought was possible before all done locally without having to go through a mainland consultant or or another company in another country
0: it's very exciting I think the future is just truly um waiting for us and our imaginations right i mean for for what is going to happen next i think one of the things that you've done so well that demonstrates your passion for keeping things local but also helping communities is the dental work that you do you mentioned it briefly that you can create teeth and you can create molds but you can create them in about a hundredth of the time that it normally would take. I would imagine that in the health service, those kind of things are becoming really important and something that people really want to be able to do.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. In fact, the medical industry is one of the key players for pushing 3D printing forward. Um, And exactly what you said, for a denture, that we're actually working with some local dentists, um, like Dr. Nishimi and Dr. Eric Morioka, they make dentures now in a matter of hours locally. And the best part is they do it with one to two visits from their patient. Typically, the way dentures were made is it took up to five to six visits. So imagine if you're a kupuna and you need new dentures, you have to make five different appointments over six weeks to keep going back, keep getting impressions made, keep getting, you know, adjustments. But with digital dentistry and 3D printing. You go one time, we get the scan, we go ahead and we print it almost immediately for them and they can come back and within a week, it's ready for them. And the best part is because it was 3D printed, if they lose it or if they damage it, we can just like that, make another one instead of doing the whole process over again. So you imagine how that affects that cupona's life and you imagine how that affects the dentist to know that they they were able to service this person that needed it in a way that was faster and better than any traditional method was done before
0: it's truly a fascinating industry and it's great to have you here sharing it with us and i'm sure for some people it's really the first in-depth conversation that they really heard about 3d printing kai oshiro is the president of simply 3d hawaii can people just like go to your website and find out more and give you guys a call if they have things that they want to be in control of the production of right here?
1: Absolutely. So you can go to our website uh, or Google us. So we're number one on Google, thankfully, if that. you Google 3D printing Hawaii. Um, and you also, we also have a local phone number and we have a retail store right here in Aiea. So we have a lot of businesses, a lot of educators come down, but we're always um, available for people to take a look at our store. The other great thing is almost all the technologies that I talked to you about, I have at my store. In fact, our store has over half a million dollars of 3D printing technologies in various fields that people can come and see. And that's another great thing that I love sharing with people is as we get down into the details of what they want to do, I have multiple technologies that can get that result. And now we can actually... Um, pick and choose the best end product for the customer. And they can see it all being made live at our iL store.
0: Well, it's the most exciting thing that you ever printed that just made you like almost jump for joy when you saw it?
1: Oh, without a doubt, <laughs> it's these little marble machines uh, and and other um things that I make for my kids. so i've been I've been three d printing with uh, my my two young sons. And the first thing that I made, was a candy machine, like the old fashioned candy machine. You put gumballs on the top. You put a quarter and it turns. And this candy machine legit works. <laughs> and when, and, and when my three year old put in a, a, a gum, a, a gumball and got, a, and turned it and, and had, and had a gumball come out, like that to me is the most precious thing. And the other cool thing that, that I'm doing that I'm sure a lot of families would love to do as well is I'm trying to minimize how much stuff I just buy online, right? So the things I do with some of my uh, my kids at night is we go online and we look at things they want. And then I have them pick an item off of Thingiverse and we go ahead and make it. And every print that we make and, and my, my son sees it and plays it for, for the first time, it's my favorite. But definitely these, uh, these mechanical structures like a gumball machine. I mean, how cool uh, is that to, uh, to make that?
0: Exactly. How cool is that? There's a lot more cool things, I think, in our future collectively. And uh, it's really nice for you to come and take some time and share with us. You've been listening to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Altruis. Thanks so much for joining us. Join us next time for more of The Voice of Business.